Welcome back to another episode of Caps Off by Felipe Fontes. Today is Week 11 Look Ahead episode. Week 11, let's buy some fantasy players. Week 11, let's sell some fantasy players. That's Week right. 11, Scary Hours 3 is dropping tonight. Bing, bop, boom. Week 11, uh, you said it all. Yep. I, Fuck. No, there's a few more things you could say. You, you, you don't want to say Week 11, Dak Prescott's the highest graded PFF quarterback under pressure. Week 11, Dak Prescott leads the league in interceptions over the last, sorry, in touchdowns over the last four weeks, not interceptions. I appreciate you apologizing. That means a lot. Uh, and uh, yeah, no, big, big week, big week. Let's fucking go. Look at everyone coming in from TikTok and YouTube. What's up, Elias? Uh, catching another live. What else we got? We got a lot of people joining from TikTok right now. Make sure to submit your trade questions. This is the week 11 fantasy episode where we get to help you make some trades. Trade deadline is coming up next week. For a lot of people, a lot of leagues, the trade deadline. So oh, is it next week for a lot of I people? I think it's next week it's for a lot of people. It's today for me, so I'm trying to get my trades out right now. Oh, is that, that's why you were making a lot of trades. Yeah. This yeah, 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 yeah. Well, hey, hopefully we can help you make a trade. Facts. I mean, we've... Maybe some of, some of them out yeah, there. Yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of trade questions. What's up, Jackson? Uh, what's up, Pilecki? We got another... We got a lot of the usuals in Let's here go, today man. for uh, Week 11 we Fantasy episode. Um, Again... Felipe, you made a dynasty trade this week for Bijan Robinson. Oh my god, I um, gave away the whole fucking farm. We were talking about Bijan. We've been talking about Bijan a lot. Like, why do you think Bijan Robinson is still a buy low type of candidate? I mean, great question. First of all, thank you so much. I'm gonna start off with, look, I mean, you got Bijan at a premier price. You got him early in the first round. Okay, so uh, he hasn't given you that return yet, but. But a lot of that has come because of opportunity. You know, opportunity. We, we're, we've all been mad at Arthur Smith and how he's utilized him. Well, that was going to have to get fixed. Not only because Arthur Smith's job was going to be on the line. like it still is. And, and it still is. Yeah. But, but also because, like, look, he's one of your best players. Like, if you want to actually start not just winning, but winning in a good fashion, you're going to have to give your best players the ball. So we knew that Bijan was going to trend upwards from where he was. I mean, he was pretty low. And last week we saw it for the first time. He, he got near, like, I think 20 uh, fantasy points. And I think it was like 19 or something like that. And that was like the start. I don't think we've even, even seen close to the ceiling yet. Bijan's going to keep oh, going at up. All. Yeah. Bijan's going to keep going up. Now, I made a trade from in Dynasty because I'm looking long term, like future. I know Arthur Smith's not going to be there forever. Uh, Bijan's one of those, for whoever plays Dynasty out there, he's probably a top five to six, seven asset. Mm. Uh, so that was, I, I literally give away like a lot, but mm. a, a lot of my bench guys, but even in a redraft system, like if you can go get him right now, go get him right this now. This is the time to get him. He's, he's cheaper than he should be. And he's going to, he's going to give you RB one. Well, the time to get him was last week, but yeah. cause he had another good game. And so I think that's yeah. going to actually make it a little bit more, a little bit pricier, but the yeah. price is going to keep going up. Like you said, uh, Bijan or Arthur Smith is coaching for his job. We started to get some questions in, so I want to start answering them. As a reminder, um, week 11 look-ahead episode. If you have trade questions, you have start-sit questions, make sure to drop them. We're going to be doing this for, I think, uh, an hour. So hopefully we can get you um, some uh, solutions to all these problems. I want to scroll up because there were a ton. Um, Gus Edwards or Jalen Warren this week? This is from Koopa Koopa on TikTok. Koopa Koopa. Uh, I think well, you got to go Jalen Warren, personally. I think the really? ceiling's higher. Jalen Warren... I would straight. say the ceiling's definitely higher. I mean, he's... I guess he just got named the starter for the Pittsburgh. And I, that doesn't mean that much because I know yeah. Najee's still going to get his. Yeah. And I actually think Najee's a, another super buy low right now. Like, you should go get Najee. But uh, I, I like Jalen probably this week. Uh, higher floor. Yeah. Um, Tabs. Oh, did I say that? Tabs said bench one. Stefan Diggs, Noah Brown, Christian Kirk, Tyler Boyd. Okay, first of all, we are never questioning Stefan Diggs. Stefan Diggs is a set it and forget also, it. Also, why is Noah Brown in that? I know he's been balling, but like it's it's situational. Also, is Nico back? He he returned to practice on a limited basis yesterday. Nico's gonna completely diminish any type of value for Noah Brown. I'll say that right now. Yeah, I think if all four are as is, I think I lean towards benching Noah Brown solely off of the basis that Nico probably plays this week. Yeah. And I just think Tyler Boyd, no T Higgins again, looks like a better uh, matchup. Uh, agreed. Burrow and Boyd are good. And, and here's the thing with uh, uh, Noah Brown. I mean, like, like even if Nico's not there, I know he's been going off, but like, well, he's so fucking hot. I mean, you're talking about a sell high candidate. Yeah. You got to sell the hell out of him if you can. I'm not buying him if I'm on the other side. Who, but Nico? No, no, uh, no, Brown. Oh, no, Brown. So it's like Beyond if, so if somebody high. in your league is like, "Yo, give me the guy who's been hot. Like, I want that consistent production. Like, please get rid of get Noah Brown. Let's He's clarify this before we go into a lot more of these questions. Um, 
when we do our buy lows and sell highs, we were talking about this off the pod. I think a lot of people always have different variables as to why they're making certain trades and why they're a buy low, why they're a sell high. Yep. So I think it'd be helpful for you and I to explain and really quantify why people are buy lows and sell highs for us. And I think we've used it because we've talked about this, the logic with Javante Williams and it worked out. Aaron Jones, who obviously wasn't great last week, but the usage is trending up. Tony Pollard, why he's still there. Bijan, why he's there, right? CeeDee Lamb eventually. The way we kind of quantify it uh, for buy lows and sell highs is based off like a three-point scale, right? So obviously the natural people, you can either be RB1, RB2, RB3 slash flex. Wide receiver one, wide receiver two, wide receiver three. I guess you could be a wide receiver four slash flex because a lot of these leagues are three wide receivers. If a player is at a certain value right now, like for example, if a player is an RB3, the reason we would say he's a buy low is because we believe that he can get into the RB2 category. Now, whether it's high, high-end RB2, low-end RB2, doesn't necessarily matter. Can they move on the point scale to a different range, different position? That's, I think, where our buy low and sell highs kind of make more sense. So do you, you agree with that? Yeah, for the most part, yeah. I mean, it, 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 like, like some guys are kind of stuck where they're at, and they're not going to be any type of candidate. They're just there. Like, you're just right. going to hold them. But I think Tony Pollard's gotten there. I don't even think he's a buy low anymore. Like, he just fucking sucks. I, he sucks, but I also think he's still like you are buying him incredibly low. He's I think he's You're gonna finish as an army too. Like is my point. I don't think he's gonna finish in the flex position, which is where he is right now. Yeah, I think I think he very well could. And so, but some guys like definitely like uh, like you said, we've been right about a, a lot of these guys, and CD was one that has it's probably the biggest one we were right on. Yeah, uh, I mean he completely turned around from being in that kind of Tony Pollard range where it's like oh we got to see more to like okay now we're seeing mm-hmm. not only more but a lot more like best receiver in the league numbers. Yep. And uh, and so, yeah, totally agree with that. Um, all right, let's get back to some questions. As a reminder, keep submitting your trade questions or even start sits. We'll do our best to answer them. JR on TikTok said, Garrett Wilson, DJ Moore, Jared Goff for Keenan Allen. G- give me that again. Garrett Wilson, yeah, DJ Moore, and Jared Goff for Keenan Allen. Uh, that's a lot. It's a lot. But I would, I would do it. Like, if, you have the de- if you're not worried about the depth, like, you can get rid of that, uh, then I would, I would do it for sure. Yeah, I, I agree. I think if you could sacrifice it, obviously Keenan Allen, the best player there. But I do think DJ Moore's in that buy low category still. He's been yes. good with Justin Fields. He's going to be better. Although the Jets' offense has been bad and Zach Wilson's been bad, Garrett Wilson has seen the targets. The issue is I think his ceiling is capped because he's just not going to get into the end zone. Yeah, man, I don't give a – like. I'm, I don't want Garrett it, Wilson. It fucking sucks because yeah. Garrett Wilson is one of the most talented receivers in the league. You could say probably top five most talented receivers in the league. You can and say we, it. And I'm we, not going to agree with it. He's, he's, <laughs> he's, he's getting there. He's, Bro, there's like – so many people that fit into that category. There's so much talent. In but the Garrett is he's up there. One of the closest pushing that I would say. I mean, he's definitely uh, one of the top ten most talented. And then you know you're talking like long term. You know I'm a dynasty guy. Garrett Wilson is probably only after Justin Jefferson and CD Lamb. Mm. And so uh, maybe Stephon Diggs if you want to put him there. But the the youth is great. Anyways, uh, with Garrett Wilson, like it just sucks. Like I I wish he could be better. Zach Wilson is so bad. I just saw a stat from Tage. From Sumer Sports, we know we, we talk about his stats sometimes, big analytical guy. And it was just like EPA per play, um, expectations or whatever, like like how good expected a quarterback points, is yeah. doing, expected points. Yeah. Uh, and Jalen Hurts is actually number one, mm. uh, which is actually very impressive. And then, you know, your usual guys, Dak Prescott, of course. Of course, two. naturally. The guy on the very far end of that is Zach Wilson, like, like completely, like it's like negative right. EPA. And so uh, you're saying Gary Wilson's almost overperforming. It's in just, a way. I just don't think like, you can have hope on Garrett Wilson. And the reason I talked about how talented he was is because I think he's one of the most talented receivers in the league. Still, Zach Wilson, it, it, I, I'm not going to get what I can out of it. Yeah, game. I agree. Broken XUI on TikTok said, I traded Chris Olave and Tony Pollard um, for Jameer Gibbs and Hollywood Brown. Good or bad? Uh, Tony Pollard and who? Tony Pollard and Chris Olave for Jameer Gibbs and Hollywood Brown. I uh, think it's a pretty... You won. Yeah, I think it's pretty even. I, I actually do think it's pretty even because I think Hollywood was also a buy low. Gibbs has been ascending, and we saw last week what it could look like. I still would probably put Gibbs again in that sell-high category because I do think he's someone that is performing well, and you could maybe even capitalize, go get in, package him with someone else and go get an ETN potentially, and that's why I'd say sell. But I think it's pretty even, actually. I think Pollard's been bad but could have some positive regression there. But I think your side, I lean towards your side because I think the floor is a little bit safer on your side. Yeah, right I, I smashed. He did that, right? He traded yeah, yeah, for yeah. I smashed what you did. Uh, I think you killed that trade. Um, e Money says Dubs, uh, Romeo Dobbs, or Brandon Cooks this week. Oh, that's good. That's good. I mean, Brandon Cooks has been hot is the past few weeks. I mean, he's turned it on. Yeah. And this past week was obviously season high. Uh, he looked like vintage Brandon Cooks. You look like fucking Brandon Cooks with Drew Brees, like like some crazy shit. 
but uh, but we don't know if you're gonna keep that going. Romeo Dobbs either. I think I'm gonna lean with uh, Brandon Cooks though. I, I think he could. I he think has I a better chance too. of keeping it going than like Romeo Dobbs just having a good game. That Packers offense is weird. I agree. I want to. I want to stay away from that Packers offense. The only person you could start, and it's still questionable, is Aaron Jones from that Packers offense, and it's, it's likely because the running back field is so all over the place. Yeah. So I, I agree. I think I'm starting Brandon Cooks. Uh, Luis Felipe says hey, ooh, Luis Felipe that, maybe he's he's been around. How do you spell his Me, name? Uh, Luis like L O U I S dash Felipe. Like my name. Not spelled like you, but Felipe. How's it spelled? P-H-I-L-L-I-P-E. You know, my name was supposed to be Luis Felipe. I swear to God. Really? Like on, on, on oh, so life. I'm so only, only on call. So you guys are brothers. I guess so, uh, yeah. That's so adorable. What's up? What's his question? Uh, he said, Brian Robinson and Tyler Lockett for Stefan Diggs. He has Devontae Smith, CMC, and A-Chan. For me, it's a no-brainer. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. you got to get the best player in that deal. Absolutely. Again, I think a lot of people are probably panicking on Stefan Diggs a little bit. Hasn't been as good. Right, they think the offense is bad. Yeah, he, massive. Stefan Diggs, massive by low. I think there's two wide receivers right now in the elite alpha wide receiver one category that you could realistically get. Diggs being one of them. Gonna Price is going to be a lot heftier. But you can get Diggs. The other is actually Devonta Adams. I still think he's going to be an elite yeah. wide receiver one. Yep. Him and Ada O'Connell are getting better. But to me, those are like the only two that you could probably buy that are for sure in that elite category of wide receivers. Yeah, look, Diggs is going to get better. And and, and if, if your trade line is next week, then honestly, you might even benefit. Like, I think Diggs will have a better game this week than he had last week. But he's still going to be shadowed by Sauce Garden. So... You might actually benefit waiting and trade making the trade next week because he might not have the best game. And then after that Jets game, he's going to go off. I guarantee you, Stephon Diggs, as Adam likes to say, regression to the mean. Stephon Diggs is going to be one of those guys that's going to be right there, top five receiver week over week right after this little tough stretch is over. Uh, Jack said, do I get Kenny Pickett? Do I get Kenny Pickett, George Pickens, and Najee Harris for it looks like Taysom Hill, Travis Kelsey, and Patrick Mahomes is just, what I'm guessing. You're just trying to trade for the whole Steelers team? I don't want that. No, for who? For Kelsey and who? It looks like he's giving up Kenny Pickett, George Pickens, and Najee Harris. And giving my suit. My assumption is that it's Taysom Hill because there's no way it's Tyreek. He says Hill, Travis, and Patrick Mahomes. I think it's. I think I'd prefer Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes. But what league are you in that like every single person has a whole roster? Damn roster. Yes, like, roster. Imagine if fantasy was like that. That your so first, funny, man. your first few picks, you had you get like three or two of the guys from that team. That'd I, I kind of, nice. I kind of like that like as like a rule, maybe, and it's like a special league you can do. That's funny as fuck. Um, Derek, uh, we're not doing that trade. I think you and I prefer the Travis uh, Kelsey yeah. Mahomes side. Uh, Mahomes another buy low, right? Like if anyone has Patrick Mahomes questions and you need a quarterback, I think Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson are the two quarterbacks, God. a very similar Devonte Adams and Stefan Diggs type of situation where you can get the elite of the elites, even though I Bro. get the quarterbacks have been fine and you could probably get away with the Kylers and the Justin Fields who are coming back. Like there are 12 wide receivers. I mean, 12 quarterbacks that are usually taken. So it's going to be tough to be able to trade for one, but Mahomes is definitely in that buy low, buy low category. Totally. Derek said, who's a good tight end that I could trade Kincaid and Higgins for? I have Mark Andrews as my st starter. Bro, hold up. Trade Wait. Kincaid and, and Andrews who's for a good a tight, tight end? end that I could trade no, Kincaid Kelsey, and, and that's the only thing. But he, he has Mark him. Andrews, so why are we trading for a tight end? I'm very confused. I mean, look, if, even if you don't have Andrews, like, Kincaid right now is a top five tight end. I don't care. Dude. It doesn't matter. He's a top five tight end. You're not trading Kincaid for nobody uh, unless you're, you're packaging him to go get, like, that elite. Unless it's Kelsey, as far as tight ends, I'm not trading him for another tight end. Or you're getting a, um, you're pairing him with somebody else to go get fucking Justin Jefferson, Tyreek Hill, or something like that. Like you got to go get a top notch guy. Keep filibustering because I'm trying to find out. I think like Dalton Kincaid to me, I would even put like I would play him at my flex. Like his floor bro, feels bro, pretty bro. safe right now compared to other guys. He's had five receptions in multiple games. Like you're, you're not trading Kincaid for any other. Uh, get no tight end in return other than Travis Kelsey. If it's not Travis Kelsey on the way back, you're not you're not trading Kincaid. It doesn't it doesn't doesn't make any sense. He has a higher floor than guys like George Kittle. Even he has his ceiling is higher. It's just as high, maybe not just close to as high as Travis Kelsey. So the only guy that really makes sense in return is Travis Kelsey. But again, if not, if you are trying to get rid of Kincaid, um, it shouldn't be for another tight end or maybe like downgrading tight end and go get like a higher, like RB, a low end RB1 or, or wide receiver one. Kincaid over the last three weeks is currently the overall fantasy 31 player, right? Like, I don't know how yeah. to, the best way to explain it because yeah, like the, quarterbacks are in there. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the overall scoring and PPR, right? Kincaid has outscored guys. Now, granted, Amon Ra has been on a bye. Like, other guys have been on a bye, so I'm not going to mention them, but he's Buffalo right. Buffalo hasn't had a bye yet. What? Buffalo hasn't had Buffalo a bye. Buffalo hasn't yet. had a bye. Um, but he's outscored Stefan Diggs, outscored Najee Harris, um, outscored Ramadre Stevenson, outscored Jonathan Taylor, outscored Deontay Johnson, outscored... 
Javante Williams had a buy, so that doesn't that doesn't help. Um, outscored Lamar Jackson, right? Even in fantasy over the last three weeks. So I think when it comes to Dalton Kincaid, you could start him as a flex. So I, I'm not necessarily, and you have Mark Andrews. So I, I'm not going to trade. I'm going to make. I'm not going to make a trade just for the sake of making a trade. Oh. Um, Jackson Thompson said, looking to trade Joe Burrow. Who should I get in return? Again, I think like. Joe Burrow is someone that you would start. The only reason you're trading Joe Burrow is if you're getting Mahomes or Lamar Jackson. Because I still think Joe Burrow is in that like QB five to seven range. So what are your thoughts? Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, Burrow's going to naturally, like he had a bad week. He started to bounce back a little bit. Uh, what do what you, like his trade was Burrow for, like what do you want to do with He just Burrow? said, who can I get for, for Joe Burrow? Uh, you could probably, it's tough. I don't think anybody's looking to trade for Burrow. He's had he's QB seventeen. I think you said the other day. Good memory. Uh, Go sleep. Thank you. And and so I I don't know, man. Like like look around. Maybe somebody in the league needs a quarterback. Then again, they probably get similar production from somebody off the waivers as Joe currently. And uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe try to get a, a a flex guy if you already have another quarterback. Um, BZ Boy on TikTok has been commenting a fuck ton of times, so I want to I want to make sure we can show him some love. Uh, he said, "With Stevon Diggs and Devontae Adams on by in Week 13, who should I try to get as an upgrade from Ramondre Stevenson?" Interesting framing. Yeah, I don't understand. Um, Stephon Diggs and Devontae Adams. He has both of them. He has two of them. On, he has both of them on by, so he's trying to obviously figure out as an upgrade over Ramondre. I think Ramondre is also one of those buy lows. I don't he's think he's going to be like. I don't think he's reached his full form. I think they've no. been bad and. There are better days ahead for the Patriots. So I don't know if I'm necessarily wow. moving, going to move Ramondre Stevenson just yet. I think there's not many running backs that I'm like sitting there being like, I got to go trade for this guy at all costs. Bijan was obviously one of them. Yeah. A-Chan might be another just considering. But even the fear with A-Chan is that like we, we saw three weeks of sample size with him, right? Like I also saw a crazy stat that I, I was looking this up um, overall on the year or I'll yeah. say week two in full PPR. Obviously, um, where do you think Devon Achan is in terms of overall running backs since week three on the year? Since, Just like since week three, yeah. Uh, I would say, hmm, it's a great question. I would say like that was his eight, first week, eighteen. So Devon Achan, this is a crazy fantasy stat. This is this is absurd. Devon Achan is currently running back thirteen. That's crazy since week three oh, and has missed. Five weeks. Nah. Five weeks. Yeah, because he scored. What, what did he score in that, like, three-week time 51. Period? 51, 27, <laughs> and 22. Yeah, he, yeah he, he went off, man. So I He's think, cheap as... I mean, well, he's about to come back, so... He's got H.N. and Eckler. This guy, BC Boy's got H.N. and Eckler, so you don't need to make a deal. You're you fine. Your team is loaded. Yeah, I want to look at YouTube right now. MK5VW, uh, been a, a big supporter of the pod, said, should I start Tua or Joe Burrow? I think you got to go Tua. He has cornrows. Well, the cornrows actually make me want to go with Joe Burrow, but but a tough defense going against. Yeah, yeah, he's going against the Ravens. He's going against the Ravens, but Tua is he's he's a he's a top guy this year, man. Like not just as a thank you quarterback in general, but fantasy wise, like it's just the weapons are. He's just loaded with weapons. Mike McDaniel knows how to he, how to like set this up for him to help him score. I mean, Tua. He's also he's efficient. Tua. He's been efficient, right? Like he's, he's not, not going like, to turn the ball over, really. Yeah, and even if he does, like he should. Like Tua's prime, Tua's like major game that you're going to get. You know what you're going to get? Two touchdowns and an INT probably out of him. Yeah, like, like, like he's like no Dak Prescott or nothing, but he'd be doing his thing though. I, and he's I got agree. Dak, too, Dak's been crazy. Um, Dylan Fink on YouTube says he got an offer: trade Mark Andrews, okay. Joe Mixon, James Cook for Travis Kelsey and Josh Jacobs. My 12 team full PPR. He has CJ Stroud. I'm not doing it. Speak, talk, talk to me. Why are you not doing it? But his running backs are Tony Pollard, Joe Mixon, James Cook, Khalil Herbert, Kareem Hunt, Tajay Spears. His receivers are Stefan Diggs, IU, Hollywood Brown, Jaden Reed. Okay, that was a lot. Um, so I'm doing can, it. Can you go back over the trade again? So he's going to give away Mark Andrews, Joe Mixon, and James Cook for Travis Kelsey and Josh Jacobs. Look, I, I'm I, doing it. I'll I, be honest. Okay, you'll, uh, look, all right, I'll break mine down and I'll let you go. But yep. Kelsey's the best, best tight end in the league. No question. And well, fantasy wise, the, he's dominant. No question. But Andrews is that good too. He's a top. He's a top three ish tight end. Uh, so I don't think the drop off there is too big. And then um, Joe Mixon, I would much rather have over uh, Josh Jacobs. And uh, I don't agree. I, 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 Jake er, Mixon, I think like every single week he's pretty much getting into the end zone. Like I have a good feeling <laughs> about that at least. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's one of those situations where, like, how much faith do you have in the offense in Las Vegas? Like, he just None. is, like, they both have the lion's share of the workload. They're yeah. both getting a ton of touches. Yeah. I just, I, I think Josh Jacobs is a better running back, and I think there's less mouths to feed there than there are in Cincinnati when T. Higgins comes back. So the other part to it is, like, I, I prefer Travis Kelsey to, to Mark Andrews. I think he'll be more consistent, better days. Right? This I is, do too. There's a great position. The other part to me is like, you don't need all these running backs. You're not going to play it. So technically Tony Pollard, Joe Mixon and James Cook are your like three running backs. Like I would rather have someone that plays more into the set it and forget it. And I feel like Josh Jacobs does Joe Mixon. You're going to start as well, but I don't mind and that. Jacobs, trade has been, Jacobs has been so bad this year, man. Over the last couple of weeks, he hasn't been that has bad. Turn it up a little bit lately. Since week, my eight, only thought, like the reason I say no is because I just don't think it makes since that- week eight. Sorry, okay, he's been RB six. He's at 17, 22, and thirteen. Okay. He's been consistent. The floor is coming back. I think Josh Jacobs is a guy that, like, now in fairness, Joe Mixon has been RB seven okay. over these last there three weeks go. as well. So I think that's a that's a good like to put him next to each other. He only has one more point than him. I just prefer Travis Kelsey. I feel you. I, look, man, I think it's close. I wouldn't do it. You would do it, but I understand why you would do it. I think it's a close trade. If you think it makes your team better, sometimes you got to go with your gut. The fear is James Cook for me. James Cook is a guy. I, I don't give a fuck about James Cook. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. So that's I, why. I'm looking at the other guys, yeah. and and I get where you're going. You think like the positional advantage from Kelsey over Andrews, that that pushes it to the edge of, exactly. of that trade. So I get that. Yeah. Alex Graciani, uh, friend of the pod, of course, says, should I trade Tank Dell and Chris Godwin for DJ Moore? Nah, nah, nah. I nah. wouldn't. Nah, don't do that. I think Tank, I think you get more if you're trading Tank. I'll be honest. I think the way he's been, if you package Tank with someone else, I think DJ Moore is still a low-end wide receiver one for me. I think he'll finish as the low-end wide receiver one, high-end wide receiver two that he is. The problem with it is that, like, Tank has been good as well. And, like, yeah. I don't trust Chris Godwin. But Chris Godwin also can put up points. I agree. I, I Like, I, I don't think you're getting it. I think you're giving away too much. Too much for DJ Moore, who I think is going to bounce back, and I think he's a buy low right now. Uh, but he's a buy low. Like you're giving up too much for the for that guy, who also could dud any single week. So with these guys, Tank Dell and and uh, who's the other guy? Uh, Chris Godwin. Yeah, Chris Godwin. They they could both have dud weeks, but so could DJ Moore. So they all kind of have like a, a a low floor on occasion, and they all can pop. So uh, I think you're giving away two guys that can pop for one guy that can pop. It's, it doesn't make sense to me. Um, Seth DeVore on YouTube said, trade Derrick Henry and Zay Flowers for Cooper Cup. He has Bijan, Rashad White, Kareem Hunt, and Dale Henderson. Yeah, I- I'm doing that. I think Cooper Cup's a major buy low. Oh, hold on. So he has Bijan, Rashad White. Who else? He has Bijan, Rashad White, Kareem Hunt, and Daryl Henderson. Look, he's going to start like... Yeah. And, and, then, and then the trade is Derrick he gets Henry? Derrick Henry and Zay Flowers for Cooper Cup. Yeah. Yeah. Who, do, we don't know his receivers. No, we don't know who's receiving. Yeah, but I think I'm still case, doing that. It's one of those where, like, look, you don't want to trade Derrick Henry. Like, you like the depth you have at running back, which you still have even if you get rid of Henry. But you don't need all those guys. So in a vacuum, if, like, somebody heard that, they'd be like, oh, no, don't do that. But, like, considering your team and the depth you already have at running back, you could probably do that. And it's something similar, like, what I did with Bijan. Like, in a vacuum, somebody hears a trade I did where I gave up a lot. They're like, yo, you gave up way too much. But the guys I wasn't starting – most of the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's like, it does it make your top, does it make your top line better? Does it make your team overall? Does it raise the ceiling? If it does, like it seems like it does for you, then I would do that. Yeah, I think the Cooper Cup's a major buy low. Like, let's clarify that. Cooper Cup's had two bad weeks. But I would say Derrick Henry's also a buy low. I agree. Very but, buy but low. Who has a better chance of finishing higher in their position? I think it's Cooper Cup. I think Cooper Cup can finish out the year as that high end wide receiver one. Derrick Henry, I think, is going to teeter between a low-end RB1 because of usage yeah. and, like, a high-end RB2. Yeah, and a very favorable uh, schedule coming forward. Always. Yeah. But I just think end. I can't rely on Zay Flowers. So yeah. my guess is that he needs a wide receiver. Agreed. Let's and go I think Cup. Let's go Cup. Cooper Cup, also, those two bad weeks. It was, like, Brett Rippon and fucking, yeah. like, I don't even know who the who they, they started last week. or I forgot his name. Yeah, so for me, it's I think better days are ahead for Cooper Cup. And he looks healthy. Like, he looks completely fine. Dog, I want to switch back over to TikTok. A lot of trade questions coming in on TikTok, so make sure. Um, as a reminder, this is our Week 11 Look Ahead episode where we're looking at um, guys that we can trade for, who should we start this week, who should we bench, yada, yada, yada. yada, yada. Um, next week is the trade deadline. So, Next. Or, in your case, it's today. Yep. So make sure to submit your trade questions. We'll help you uh, hopefully get that, that last-minute deal done so that we can make a push. Um, Ethan says, what is Jordan Addison's trade value going into week 11 with Josh Dobbs at the QB position? Uh, that's a good question. You know, they've had some changes there. So a lot of those 
uh, skill players have fluctuated in terms of value. His value went higher. Well, it, it dropped when Cousins got hurt, went, uh, went back up when Dobbs got there. So in terms of the value, I mean, you're looking at what, what Addison, like a wide receiver two, yeah. essentially. And he's been consistent. And he's been consistent. So, uh, yeah, if, if you need like more like more depth at running back, I would be looking at getting like a a low or a high end running back two or something like that. Yeah, I think I actually think the framing of your question should change from because of Josh, like what's his value with Josh Dobbs as what's his value when Jettis comes back. Yeah. Because that I think will hurt more than Josh Dobbs. Josh Dobbs yeah. is going to be serviceable no matter what. So I think the way you look at it is like, I think Jordan Addison's value is very much in that wide receiver two space. He's been super consistent. I think his production looks better than his actual value, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I think you can, you can definitely flip Jordan Addison for it with someone and potentially go get a high end running back. I think there's actually a chance there considering what, if you're in a full PPR league, what his points kind of look like. Does yeah, that yeah. make sense? Totally. Totally. Uh, Cody Thurlow Thurlow says, do I trade Rashad White and Jacoby Myers for DeAndre Swift if I already have Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown? Uh, so wait, who is it? So he's trading Rashad White and Jacoby Myers for DeAndre Swift. He already has Jalen Hurts. So he's trying to trade for the Eagles. He's just all in Eagles. Oh, team. I was wondering what Jalen Hurts has to do with it, but I get it. He's trying to do the QB receiver stack. Uh, yeah, I would do it. Or it's not QB receiver, QB running back stack. I, 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 think, I think Swift... Swift is a good running back to have going forward. He's a buy low right now. Um, He's definitely a buy low, but Rashad White's also the RB2 yeah, since week eight. And and yeah. trending up. Volume's been there. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm not doing it personally. Because, again, I think they're going to finish in a very similar category, right? So yeah. if Rashad White is, let's go back to our, our buy low, sell high scale that we keep going back to and we keep talking about, he's probably, he's an RB1. I think DeAndre Swift is probably low end RB1. I think yeah. they both finish, like, around the same spot. That's fair. Right? So, yeah. I don't know if I would, but if you want full egos, there's nothing wrong with that, right? Yeah. Kobe Myers' value is running low. Um, Mena Maurice says, Devon Achan for Kenneth Walker, Thielen, and Cortland Sutton. Absolutely. Yeah, man. That's that, Whoever's trading for Achan and that's in, in this scenario, like, I don't think they've watched too much football or just don't know what fantasy Ooh, is. leave. <laughs> that'd, that'd be a hole. That's haul. a hole, bro. That's a hole and a half. Achan's um, good. But come on, man. For those three guys? Tyler Vogt on TikTok says he just traded Justin Fields, Chris Olave, and Deontay Johnson for Puka, Pittman, and Goddard. Did I win? So my guess is he already had a quarterback. He had another quarterback. That's yeah. that's the only explanation for it. Puka, Pittman, and Goddard is who he got? Uh, yeah. And he traded who? Fields, Olave, Deontay Johnson. Yeah, you won that. Hopefully you have another quarterback, but yeah, you 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 won that in my opinion. Yeah, I think Puka's going to be okay. Um. Yeah, I would say you slightly won. I actually think it's pretty close, depending on who your quarterback is. Yeah. Um, here's another one. Selliot on TikTok says, trade Javante Williams for Dalton Kincaid and James Cook. He has Kyle Pitts, Michael Thomas, and Brees and Alvin Kamara. Yes. Oh, Tom Thomas? Logan Thomas, because he put it next to Kyle Pitts. He needs a tight end. He definitely needs a tight end. However, trade? Javante Williams for yeah. Dalton Kincaid and James Cook. Man, James isn't going to get you that type of production, though. Javante's trending Javante up, Javante is. Javante's usage has been trending and, up. He has Logan Thomas, that tight end right now. The tight ends definitely worry me. The tight end. And there's got to be somebody on waivers, man, that you could potentially go get. Did you miss? You probably missed out on Trey McBride. I'm sorry. You should have. You were listening like four weeks ago. We were talking about Trey McBride before he really ever popped. There's got to be somebody on waivers that you could. I, I don't think I would do that. I think I want to actually keep. Javante Williams because I love Brees, Javante right now. I love Javante. Brees has been great. I'm actually trying to trade Javante, but the only person I'm trying to trade Javante for is either Josh Jacobs or Travis Etienne. Um, two guys that I just know are going to finish like in that top seven range. Javante is still trending up, but I don't I don't know just yet. The reason I don't is because Brees Hall has been like I get it. Brees Hall, Brees Hall as of right now is a better running back than he is fantasy running back. And that's because of Zach Wilson. If Aaron Rodgers was there, he'd be a top five running back. And yeah. he's still been good. Yeah. But he's not finding the end zone. The offense can't move the ball. Yeah. So I think Brees is your, like, he's your ceiling player, whereas Kamara and Javante are going to give you a floor. So I'd rather stay away from Kincaid. And I just don't want James Cook because I think Leonard Fournette, they're going to activate him eventually. Like, he fumbled a ton. And then they put in Latavius Murray. I think he's going to get chances, but that leash is running thin. So I'm not necessarily doing that. Uh, Kin... Kinda decent, sixty-eight. I think that's kind of kind of decent. Wow, I'm, oh, a, I'm a fucking idiot. It's all good. Uh, Joe Burrow or Sam Howell, week eleven. Sam Howell, I think so. 
I think it's, I, I'm going Sam Howell like probably most weeks over Burrow, regardless. But Burrow plays the Ravens defense, who's one of the top three or four defenses in the league. They play real good against the pass, against the run, everything. And Sam Howell's playing against the Giants. The Giants are terrible. You saw what Dak did to him last week. Dak's been on a heater, I know, uh, but he's also played bad games against good defenses. So the fact that he tore up the Giants' defense, I think Hal is going to do the same. The one thing we know about Washington, they're going to throw the ball, yeah. and Hal is going to get his man. I, 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 is he still riding that 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 streak of uh, over three hundred passing yards? I don't, I don't know. But he was doing it for a while. Like he might have fallen off this past week. He'll he'll be right back on it against the Giants. They suck, man. They suck. I agree. I also think like Sam Howell just like. Joe's been good, but he's lacked consistency. And I think Sam, Sam Howell is like, uh, has shown a ceiling that Joe Burrow hasn't shown all year. Now, we know it exists for Joe Burrow, but he hasn't shown that, right? Yeah. And you're no T. Higgins and also going up against a tough defense. I think you got to go Sam Howell. Yep. Um, it's a good question. Brady2306 on TikTok says, what to do with Raheem Mostert and Kenneth Walker? Uh, okay. Uh, I mean, okay, let's assess them each individually. Start with Mostert, Raheem Mostert. Raheem a chance back and Raheem was still doing his thing with a chance. So you yeah, can't, can't say, forget yeah. that, but I got rid of a, a most a couple weeks ago too. And and the reason being is that his value is, is sky high. And it was at that time, especially when a chance wasn't going to be here for a few weeks. And the one thing about a is that he's never been able to stay healthy his whole career. And he's 31 years old. So it's, you mean most or most Oh, my bad. Most never been able to stay healthy for a whole season. And uh, he's 31 years old. So naturally, you know, it, it's it's you could see an injury coming along, so something, something along those lines. I would kind of, uh, you know, I would see what I could sell most for. But you've said it time and time again. People are kind of aware of those things as well, so they're not really buying. Yep. Uh, uh, most or either, and the other guy is Kenneth who? Walker. Kenneth Walker. Uh, look, Charbonnet's getting more of a t- more of a workload, but Walker's still that guy, man. Yeah. He's still getting. He's still making the most of his carries. He's still getting his touches. I don't think Charbonnet's ever going to get much more than fifty percent of the touches. I don't think he's ever going to get more than Kenneth Walker. He's I've, gotten. I think he's gotten. A, uh, there's been a couple weeks where he's inju- got more touches. But it was injuries. Like there were a lot of more variables there. But, I don't think like if both are healthy, they're gonna get Charbonnet is gonna be the guy. Kenneth Walker has shown no reason to to not yeah. touch the ball. You know, yeah, Charbonnet is gonna be the guy in the receiving game always. But look, Kenneth Walker when he gets the ball um and and rushes like he's that guy. So I, I like Walker a lot. I still think he's a top five running back right now, fantasy wise, even with Charbonnet kind of ascending. Um, and then Mostert, uh, I would. You know, yeah, I think you nailed. I think you nailed it. The one thing I'd add to Raheem Mostert is that like most people are going to probably be panicking because Achan is is there. Yeah, like Mostert's going to be no matter what. Mostert is going to be an RB two, someone you can you could put in your lineup. He's going to get touches as long as he's healthy. I understand the injuries. If you have Kenneth Walker and Raheem Mostert, your team is is okay. Yeah, right? you're like fine. you're not in a bad position. No, you're totally fine if you hold on to these guys and they they start for you for the rest of the season. They probably will. They probably will start the rest of the season for you. So yeah, you're not tripping about that. I'm just saying like Walker's going to have higher value. Um, Gavin on TikTok says, did I win? I shipped Lamar Jackson and Aaron Jones and I got Mahomes and A-Chan. Yeah, you won. Yeah, you won. You won easily, bro. Again, I think it's so funny because Aaron Jones, the touches that he was getting for like three, two out of these last three weeks are very similar to what A-Chan was getting. I don't think A-Chan will ever see a a shit ton of touches. I don't. But what we know A-Chan can do with his touches is take it to the house. And Aaron Jones has not shown that. I also want the person on the better offense, and I think Mahomes is better than Lamar Jackson right now in fantasy. Lamar just hasn't been good. I know Lamar is better, but Mahomes, I feel feel more confident that Mahomes is going to get me the 20 points than Lamar only because, and it's not Lamar's fault, only because of either how dominant they've been or the way Todd Mockin's been running that offense. Man, it's strange, right? Because, and I think we should talk a little bit about Lamar because, like, a lot of people have Lamar, obviously. He's, he's, you drafted him as the third or fourth quarterback. Uh Uh-huh. And he's been bad these past few weeks, but I believe he's still QB5 or something yeah, along yeah, yeah, those lines, sure. which is insane, which shows you what he was doing early on. Regression, positive regression. There we go. Uh, he's going to, he's naturally, he's going to have to go up. And I think he actually has a big game against the Bengals tonight. He's going to have to. And he steps up in big games. Yeah. That's, that's one thing Lamar has done. I like to trade. I'll say that. I, I like Mahomes, Lamar and Mahomes, you can consider a wash. And I prefer A-Chan to Aaron Jones right now. I think that's, that's like... All right, my bad, bro. I was just going in on Lamar. Let's no, no, no. I agree with you. I think Lamar... Look, we said we started I, this pod by I saying think, I think you're a- by lows. Yeah, I think A-Chan is much better than than Aaron Jones. I would much rather have A-Chan than Aaron Jones, especially because of the... One's on a terrible offense, one's on a great offense. Dude, if you give a- A-Chan 20 touches or what allowed for him to have 15 carries a game, which I don't think will happen... The guy is, is a top five running back in fantasy. Totally. Um, it just, it's just the way it happens. Would you trade Kenneth Walker for Isaiah Pacheco? 
No, I would not. I, that doesn't make sense. I mean, like, if you're going to trade a, a guy like Kenneth Walker, I'm assuming you need receiver help. Like, you're trading for an, another positional need. You're not going to trade him for another running back, not, uh, much less a, another running back that's probably worse than him. Mm-hmm. I, I don't get that. Yeah, I, I'm not doing that either. I, I prefer Kenneth Walker. I get Pacheco's a buy low. But He's a not, buy low, but you're not giving Walker. So, I'm not look, giving if it's something like that, right? Like, if I'm giving up, if it's Kenneth Walker for Isaiah Pacheco, I want somebody else on that Pacheco side. So maybe a wide receiver three, maybe a Josh Downs, right? A a flex guy like that who's going to come in and I can actually start him. But I'm just saying Kenneth Walker's value is much higher than than, uh, Pacheco's. Um, If you're just joining us, shout out to all the people joining us on TikTok right now. This is our week 11 look ahead episode where Felipe and I are going through buy low, sell high. A lot of people's trades, uh, trade deadlines are coming up. It's either today if you're Felipe or next week or two weeks after. So within these three week windows, depending on your league, your trade deadline is coming up. So yeah. if you have any trade questions, make sure to submit them below. We're doing our best to answer them. We're trying to get to as many as possible. So submit them, or if you're on YouTube, please submit them. We're going to get to them oh, and, yeah. and try and help you win, not only this week, but go win your league. Now, Scott Sire, this is a good question, because this is the thought process I think most people need in fantasy. Should I give Austin Eckler for Josh Allen and DeAndre Swift? I need a quarterback bad. Uh, um, I would do that. I'll yeah. be honest. Who is the guy he's giving up? He's giving up Eckler? Austin Eckler and getting back Josh Allen and DeAndre Swift. Yeah, I would do that. Allen's gonna bounce back, and regardless, he's oh he has a floor because of his rushing, and he's he gets so much he has so much volume passing the ball, and then Swift is gonna trend upwards now too. I, I yeah, I would do it. Um, here's a good question. I, I agree. I think you should. It's it's the type of like trade I think in fantasy that most people don't really do as much because a lot of people want to really be heavily favored in one side. And I think if that guy has another quarterback, yeah, it makes sense. Like Austin Eckler better than DeAndre Swift. So what you do is you trade your better running back. I actually think you clear this trade because Josh Allen, he's QB one in fantasy this year and still had a bad game last week. And DeAndre Swift still going to be a top 12 running back yeah. moving forward. I don't, I'm not worried about that. Here's a good question. Um, It's about collusion. He said a dad and son in my league traded Kelsey and Shahid for DeAndre Hopkins and Njoku. Is this collusion? Kelsey and Shahid for uh D Hop and David and Joku. It's yeah. I yeah. Well, yeah. It, based off of production, yes, but I could understand why I I'll go against the collusion in this sense. Like historically, if we're talking about the past few years, D Hop has had as big a name as Travis Kelsey. So maybe they're just not as big of football heads and have been seeing what's going on. I don't even know how DeAndre Hopkins has really been doing lately. He's, he's been, been okay. He's yeah, been all right. He's been good. I, I, I would say it's not. I wouldn't go as far as to say collusion, uh, but they're probably still kind of riding the high of DeAndre Hopkins, uh, like prime, which was like you know three years ago. Yeah, I think DeAndre Hopkins can be a top thirty wide receiver rest of season. But I think the question is more so it's a father and son. Look here, I don't know the details, so I can't say that. But here's what I'll say about collusion in fantasy: you can't claim collusion unless there's actual visual proof that someone coerced someone into doing it. Or there was an injury that someone knew about. The injury came out before, and then they tried to trade him. Like, collusion only occurs when there's, like, literal, tangible evidence as to, like, you blatantly tried to hurt that person, right? Or they didn't know, right? Or you wanted to, like, try and get one well, team better than the other. Collusion is when both guys are actually working in tandem. It's, yes, but I'm, what I'm trying to say is, like, you're... You're saying there's multiple like- ways to look at collusion for me personally. And I think collusion, yes, for the most part, is someone trying to... People working in tandem to to which I've did in my league this year because I auto drafted. I haven't paid any attention. And Geo actually one of one of the guys in my league came up to me and he was like, "Hey, dude, just give me your whole team." And I was like, F- "I don't give a fuck." Yeah. <laughs> um, but then because I, I think most people in fantasy are able to make these trades. Like, if you're gonna make a trade, just because you don't like a trade doesn't mean you can't right. call it collusion. Is my right. point. You can't just veto yeah, yeah, a yeah. trade because you don't like them. Veto. So right, unless right, there's right. tangible evidence as to collusion, like text messages or injuries, you can't really say like. Yeah. This person colluded against, you know, another, even if it is a father and son. Yeah, and who I, gives a shit? And I don't about think that. that that trade is like my whole point was like, I don't think it's that crazy to say collusion, even though obviously one side won. Uh, if, if they're not as informed on what's been going on lately, I could see why they would fall for that. Um, Malu on TikTok said, Should I trade Travis Etienne for Mark Andrews? I lost the, the Travis Etienne for Mark Andrews. There might have been something else to it. I just lost it. Do you, uh, we're going to put it up on screen, see if we can find it. Hold on, because I think there was... Amalu, should I trade ETM for Mark Andrews? I have running back depth. No, I'm not doing that at all. You're not getting a fair trade, man. Yeah, You're not getting I'm something not in return. That. I understand you need tight ends, but there's got to be somebody else you could trade or maybe a pair of guys that are worse that you could trade for Mark Andrews. I wouldn't do that. Um, mm, Let's see. Here, Bob West in 10 on TikTok said, 
Keaton Mitchell, Gus Edwards, Tony Pollard, and A-Chan start three. Oh, I thought you were going to trade all those guys. I'm like, bro, you're getting rid of your whole fucking backfield? All right, we're starting three. Had a, it's had easy. A, I know what you're going to do. Keaton Mitchell, Gus Edwards, Tony Pollard, and who? A-Chan. I know what you're going to do. Uh, you're going to do Mitchell, Tony Pollard, and A-Chan. Uh, oh, start three. Start three. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought I'd start two. And I was actually I was actually thinking between Pollard and, and Mitchell at this point. But if it's three, then yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah, we're going to do that. We, all, we both prefer Keaton Mitchell. What if it's two? Let's make it more fun. Are you still starting Pollard? That, the easy, yes. easy route is to start Pollard. Yes, I am. You're definitely starting the last guy. Because I, I would make the argument that Tony Pollard's, like, Even I don't know. Is, I don't is. know what Tony Pollard's going to do, but I also don't know if it's going to be Keaton or Gus Edwards. I think Keaton, like, we'll see tonight, right? You and I had this discussion yeah. off the pod. Do I start Keaton Mitchell? I'm starting Ty Chandler in a league over Keaton Mitchell. Now, granted, Keaton Mitchell's exciting. John Harbaugh said they want to give him the ball more. I just, I need three weeks to see, like, consistency. So if he gets more, if he actually gets more touches and has, and does, like, does some work with those touches, then yes, I think moving forward, you'll probably have to start him. Um, I don't think there's a scenario where Keaton Mitchell is going to be started over A-Chan, though, is what I'll say. Um, Fucked up. Keaton Mitchell, here's another one with two of the same players. Katan on TikTok said, Keaton Mitchell, Devon A-Chan, or Garrett Wilson at the flex. A-Chan. Yeah, go A-Chan. Wilson, I love, look, like, as talented as fuck. If he had Aaron Rodgers, it would be him every week. He'd be your starting wide receiver one, but he's not. I'm going A-Chan. Um, this one said Adam Dahir said, I have Kyler Murray, Justin Fields, and Josh Dobbs. Who should I trade to get some depth? So this is actually an interesting one because I'm in a very similar situation. In one of my leagues, I had Mahomes, Kyler, and Justin Fields. I traded for Mahomes, obviously, because Justin Fields was hurt at the time. And I picked up Kyler because I didn't know what was going to happen. And I was saying I was going to try and trade Mahomes. I think you're going to have to cut your losses. Like I traded Justin Fields today for Josh Downs because I to there's too many quarterbacks in fantasy right yeah. now. Yeah. So Objectively, where do you where do you stand I'm on training that? Kyler? I think everybody saw enough from Kyler to say he's back. And so you think you can get more for Kyler than Justin Fields, probably? Yeah, Is I think Justin Fields. Uh, yes, and also Justin Fields was fucking balling, and we know his ceiling. But like Justin Fields is a top three quarterback at his ceiling, top one at his ceiling. And so I would bank on that. If I'm trying to go win a championship, I'd rather have Fields. I think Kyler has shown enough. Also, I think part of that reasoning is that Fields hasn't played for a while. So people are down on Fields, man. People have been down on Fields all year. Like they've been, they're talking about how bad he is, all that kind of stuff, even though he was balling before he got hurt. And so I think his value is lower than Kyler's. So I would try to get like more in return for Kyler. Yes. Yeah, I don't, I don't hate that at all. I would just like, the point I'm trying to make when talking about my situation is that there are so many, there are more than 50. I would say there are 15 quarterbacks you can probably start in fantasy this year. And that usually doesn't happen. It's usually like eight. And so there's a few teams that need quarterbacks and are like boomer bust type-esque. The fact that Sam Howell is playable, the fact that CJ Stratton his rookie year and then a Trevor Lawrence has dropped out means that like, or in Josh Dobbs means that there's probably not someone that needs a quarterback for the most part. Yeah. So first of all, look for the person that needs a quarterback that might be starting Baker or anyone else. It's just, you're going to have, you're not going to get the equivalent value is my point. So you yeah. might have to just accept it. Um, Cordy said, I traded ETN and Jalen Waddle for Tony Pollard, Brandon Ayuk, and Cup. What are your thoughts on that trade? So you traded ETN and Waddle. He got back Tony Pollard, Brandon Ayuk, and Cooper Cup. Uh, it's it's close because like ETN is fucking, he's been balling. I think the I think you won though. I think the three side I would rather have. Look, Tony Pollard hasn't hasn't been had a ceiling by any means. We've talked about that. And I'm I I, I hate him at this point. It's like it sucks. I have him on my team and I've been starting him, but um the other two guys, Cooper Cup, which huge win. And then who was the other guy other than the Pollard and Cup? Ayuk. Ayuk. Ayuk's good. Ayuk's good, and he's been doing his thing with with uh, Brock Purdy this week. So even if you're not starting Ayuk every single week, he's such good insurance play. If you do need him, if one of your guys gets hurt, so I I, I love that side. I like the three the three person side. Yeah, absolutely. Um, as a reminder, this is our Week Eleven Look Ahead episode. So if you are to just tuning in. Uh, make sure to submit your trade questions. We're going to probably go about another five, 10 minutes answering some questions oh, yeah. before we sign off. Um, if you are interested in more fantasy questions and or just want to watch uh, tonight's game with us, we will be live streaming tonight's uh, Bengals-Ravens game with BDGE, with the guys at BDGE, Nick Hell and yeah. Tony. So I'm sure a lot of the people here have also seen BDGE's content. We love them. We are very close with them. So they'll be coming into the office. So make sure to set your reminders at 8 p.m. You can see it. The link is in our bio, both on YouTube and on TikTok. So if you want to just watch the game with us, we're going to be playing some games, talking some fantasy with them. Make sure to come back at 8 p.m. tonight for our live. We're going to be streaming the entire Bengals-Ravens game. 
A few more questions. Alexander Perrin said, should I trade Avin Kamara for A-Chan and Puka Nakua? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Go get, go get A-Chan and Nakua for sure. I like that. Yeah, I do like that trade. Um, trade David Montgomery and Chuba Hubbard for Devon A-Chan. That is from user 612156. Got it. Who's a, who? David Montgomery for Chuba Hubbard and Devon A-Chan. Yeah, I would do it. I mean, Chuba to me means nothing. There's yeah, there's okay. no value there. H-N. I'd rather have H-N than Montgomery. I think David Montgomery safer floor, H-N higher ceiling. Yeah, I'm, I'm short for the stars, though. Um, Redmond Walsh had Saquon for Javante Williams and Devontae Smith. Absolutely. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, bro. Get rid of Saquon for that. That's a whole... You get, you're getting a good-ass package back. Yeah, I agree. Tra- Cody Angle, I just traded Saquon Barkley for David Montgomery, Raheem Mostert, and Amari Cooper. Did I win? Absolutely. Yes, you killed. You smashed. Absolutely. Um, just looking for a few more questions. At Flex this week from Blake Dittmeyer, he said, Marquise Brown, Nico Collins, Keita Mitchell, Javante Williams, or Ty Chandler. I know where you're going. Marquise Brown, so you got to say that. Hollywood Brown, Nico yeah. Collins, Keaton Mitchell, Javante Williams, or Ty Chandler. Out of all of those, probably Javante Williams. I think you have to. Safest floor. He's just getting usage and trending up. Although I do like Amari Cooper. Although we don't know. He was in there, right? He was, yeah. was We got to see what PJ Walker. I do like Cooper, though. Um, here's a good question. Kincaid or Laporta, who should I trade? This is from Kent Her 65. Who should you trade? Well, Kincaid is gonna have more value. Like people, he's been on the he's been on the spot now. Like people know who he is and they know what he's capable of doing, especially with Josh Allen. And this Bill's offense is gonna have to they they're gonna have to fix themselves. So you're gonna see a crazy positive regression, yep. as Adam likes to say. Like what we said from C D, you're gonna see something similar. Um, but Dalton Kincaid's actually been balling. I would rather have Kincaid now. His value is higher as well. So Laporta, I think, is serviceable at tight end. So if you need more worth, like or more value, you need to fix up some holes at at receiver or running back. Then maybe you can get something better with trading Kincaid. Now would be okay with Laporta. I agree. I think the best way to play this is find the team that needs a tight end. Find out if you need a running back or wide receiver. You want target one of their guys and then say pick one of the tight ends because you'd be fine with either. So it's more so you want to give them the autonomy. To feel like yeah. they're in control of the trade. Absolutely. And and then you, you know, you would judge who you want back based on who they choose. If, if they want Kincaid, like, you better give me something nice. You, you're talking about, like, a high-end RB2, at least, or wide receiver two. I got a good question for you before we begin wrapping up our final few. RG43 on TikTok. RG43? RG43 hey. on TikTok said Lamar or Dak Prescott this week. This week. Uh, you got to go Dak, man. Dak's hot. Generally, you know, you go Lamar Jackson, but Dak, Dak has been, is he, has he been QB1 over the past four weeks? One of those, you know, he's been really, he's really high. Look, uh, over the past four weeks, we talked about it before. Leads the league in touchdowns, leads the league in, uh, like passing yards, leads the league in. Since week six. And he's been QB1 since week six. And had a bye. And he had a bye. Okay. So he's absolutely been balling out. I would think he keeps this going because they're playing the Carolina Panthers. Like they're playing a bad team, man. One of the worst teams in the league. So you gotta you gotta think he's gonna do that. Lamar, I think he's gonna bounce back. But the Bengals are a good team. It's a divisional game, tends to not be as high scoring. I'd go Dak Prescott. I agree. It's a good take, man. It's a good take. Uh Matt said Alvin Kamara, Debo Samuel, and Laporta. Right. So you got those three. Kamara, Debo, and Laporta. Yeah. For AJ Brown and Kyle Pitts. I already have Travis Kelsey, CD, and A Chan. I would do it. I'm doing it. Fuck. Man, it. When you get the best player, you get one of the best receivers in the league right there. AJ Brown. He's gonna, he's a he's a league winner, some might say. I like, I like A.J. Brown's side. I agree. All right, we're going to begin wrapping up. As a reminder, if you have any other fantasy questions or you still have a ton of trade questions, make sure to follow either one of us on Twitter. You can follow uh, Felipe at the Felipe Fontes, yep. I believe it yep. is, yep. or yep. me yep. at TGD Tabs. It's in the bios of a lot of our accounts, so if you hit the bios, you can find us there. Or go follow the Caps Off podcast on Twitter and ask your questions there. I mean, we see it all. We can't get to everyone's questions. There's over 100 people in here. Yeah. As a reminder, also, tonight we'll be going live 8 p.m. Oh, with yeah, BDGE. Uh, to watch the Bengals Ravens game. So if you want to come watch the game with us, we're going to be doing some drinking games, having some fun, playing some, you know, I think someone might be getting a tattoo tonight. I don't know. Is that, is Serge coming? I don't know, but we're just going to go. It's going to be a blast, man. It's going to be a blast. Literally tune in. Obviously, we know you guys love BDGE. They're freaking huge on TikTok. Yep. Uh, and I mean, come on, man. The best Thursday night game I remember all like, year. I, yeah. All outside, year. Outside of week one with Lions Chiefs. Right. And that's always going to be a good game. But like, I don't remember another Thursday night game outside of, you know, the season opener that has been this electric, bro. Because yeah. you're not only talking about ravens Bengals like divisional matchup, but you're also talking about playoff implications. Like their seasons are on the line. Yeah. What The Ravens go can go get that one seed. The Bengals are fighting to stay alive in the playoff. What run, are your so. predictions for tonight then? I think the Ravens win. 
now I'm a Ravens fan, like silent, like like a quiet Ravens you, fan. You have stock, yeah. You have stock. I, I do have stock. I, I said the Ravens would go 14 and 3 before the season. Um that, that, do they have three losses now? I think they have two. Oh, no, they I think they have two. Two losses? Yeah. And so, like that, that's kind of on pace, sort of, if they don't lose many more games. I'm going with the Ravens tonight. But seven and three. Seven and three. All right, they got to go undefeated for the rest of the season. They could do it. Uh, I, I, I'm going with the Ravens. But I think it's going to be a close game, and I could definitely see the Bengals winning. I know that's a horrible answer, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think if Bengals lose, they're almost they have a, to win. They, yeah, it's a must win for the Bengals, not a must win for the Ravens. So because Correct. of that, I think the Bengals find a way to pull it out. They're a team that I can trust with the backs on the wall. But I also like shooting on the Bengals, and we do that on our Monday episode. So, yeah, here's what you know. <laughs> here's what's gonna happen. Well, I realistically, I think this the Bengals are in a better spot to win. I think mainly because of what you said. They they have more to fight for. However, however, Joe Burrow's been a little interception happy recently, mm. especially at the end of games. So is Lamar, and they're so has Lamar, but they're six and two though, right? Or seven and two, seven and three. Some, fuck, there you go, whatever. Uh -huh. The Bengals have been losing more. They've been playing worse objectively over this season, and so those interceptions have cost the Bengals more than the Ravens uh, in their turnover. So, anyways, we'll see. It's going to be fun. BDG is going to come here. Make sure to tune in. We're going to have a blast. Yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. Um, but, yeah, as a reminder, that was our Week 11 Look Ahead episode where we tried to help you out. Hopefully, you can follow us on social media. If you're new here, go check out our podcast on Apple or Spotify. Thanks. Our episode that came out yesterday was a good one. A lot of games we played. Oh, my um, God. It was incredible. Some crazy stats. A little fraudulent or nodulent. Dude, um, I, have, I have a good one already for next week. Yeah, me Don't too. Sleep. I got a few good oh, ones yeah? for Thanksgiving week. Ooh. But, uh, yeah, so hopefully we see you tonight at 8 p.m. Tomorrow, our predictions episode will come out. So if you need some help betting on any of the games, make sure to bet with FanDuel. Yeah. You know, if you go to the gameday.com slash promotions or just go to the link in our bio, FanDuel has some of the best promos in week 11 specifically and just the best promos on the season. So make sure to go to the gameday.com slash promotions or hit the link in our bio. You could get the best promos there. So our predictions episode drops tomorrow. You could tell us. I think it was plus 16,000 odds to be exact of all the games that we picked to win. Um, actually, it was Matan. So probably don't tell Matan's because Matan has been struggling as of late. Yeah, true. And then Sunday, we'll be doing our pregame show. So if you like what you see tonight, because hopefully you come back at 8 p.m., then you can come back for our pregame show on Sunday where we do fantasy and we talk a lot more fantasy. So hopefully we can help you out and win you your week. This was fun. This is great. Felipe, we end every fantasy episode yeah. with one specific way. What are the words of wisdom from Felipe Fontes today? Words of wisdom. Dak Prescott is at four, plus 4,000. To win the MVP. To win the MVP. That's 40 to 1, man. This guy is it's insane. It's insane. He's no, he's number one in passing yards. He's number one in touchdowns. He's number one in QBRs. Number one in everything over the past few weeks. And he's gonna have the opportunity to go win games and cement himself. He's got he's got the Eagles going forward. You got the Bills going forward. You got the Dolphins going forward. Good man. He's gonna do it. It's I good odds. Put the money on Dak right now to go win MVP. Good odds. Don't sleep, Thank bro. You. All right, guys. We'll see you next time. Love you all. Fanduel tonight. The Caps Off podcast is brought to you by the Game Day. Starring Adam Tabachnik, Felipe Fontes, Jack Parodi, and Matan Mann. Check out our socials at Caps Off Pod on Instagram and Caps Off Podcast on TikTok. Subscribe to our YouTube at the link in the description if you want to see more content and watch our videos. Don't forget to go to thegameday.com for all the best sportsbook offers.